gentlemen, this is the Black Baseball Mixtape. I am your host, Cheats. I'm sitting right here in Harbor Park in North Norfolk, Virginia. I am with Daz Cameron, outfielder for the Norfolk Tide. Daz, welcome to the Mixtape. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's good to see you. I got to start with with the obvious, and that and that's the drip. You got the Jackie Robinson Air Force <laughs> One. Like, we got to we got to start this thing off right. You got yeah. the Jackie Robinson 2023 yeah. Jackie Robinson Day Air Force Ones. Are, are are you a shoe guy? Tell me tell me how you pulled these off because these are these were these were a panic shoe right now. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, uh, Esther signed a Nike deal um, with Nike this past off season. And uh, actually been fortunate for them to send these, you know, during Jackie Robinson Day, and thought that today would be, you know, a good day to kind of rock these around and just show my tribute, and um, especially with, you know, um, a lot of the, a lot of the uh, sensation has been, you know, sizzling out here around the ballpark about tonight. So, um, yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect timing. And tonight is perfect timing because it is Negro Negro League night here in Norfolk. As a black player on the Norfolk Tide, a black player in baseball, because let's look, let's let's keep it one thousand, <laughs> let's keep it one thousand. Uh, not that many black American players in baseball. What does this night represent for you? Oh man, this just that just goes to show you know how much you know. Um, I want to continuously um, represent um, the African American players the best way that I can, and you know from. A community standpoint, and um, just by being, you know, one of the, you know, back African American players that's playing um, in baseball, I mean, major league, minor league baseball. I think that, you know, this is um, an important day for us to recognize about um, a lot of players that, you know, who were great, who could have played in big leagues, and um, back in, you know, what, 100, 200 years ago. Um, and I think that uh, this is uh, this is a day to to uh, respect. Take me back to the beginning, because I, I, I want to know. We know, obviously, your, your family history, generational, second-generational player in the big leagues and all of that. How did you actually fall in love with the game of baseball? Oh, my gosh. Um, just, you know, I mean, I was introduced to it by at a young age, the start of seven. And uh, since then, I've been playing um, you know, a whole bunch of travel travel ball games. My pops, of course, he plays, so that kind of paid. You know, that one that made me want to play the game more. I could have went another route. And played I was about to say different. different <laughs> I'm telling you, I do. My pops Definitely. did something professional. I did not. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even want yeah, to be my, around my, it. My young, my younger brother's playing uh, at Colorado State. He's playing at he's playing uh, basketball. He's a six five point guard here. So. <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely he's doing his thing, and then um, my pops was actually he was a football player coming out of high school, and when uh, he uh, what stopped him to play was um, you know him you know breaking breaking his his clavicle bone. Oh, word. So that year, yeah, coach came up to him. He coach coach came up to him after he broke his clavicle bone, and think uh, and and uh, went to his grandmother's house where he was staying at and told him. And, and knocked on the door and asked for him, asked for my pops, and he was he was in there. My grandma, my great grandma, came to the door and said he's in the room. My my dad told my great grandma, no, I don't want to play football anymore. <laughs> and the coach That's made him great. hop on the back of the truck and go to practice, go to practice. And where in the Grange is a small area there, big bo- football is big. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of the coaches continuously want to you know uh, want to push the you know in kids who are athletes to play football. And my dad, but 
Unfortunately, my dad broke his shoulder that year, and then he just continued to play baseball. So that's how he got into it, and then that's how you know he's been able to pass the game down to me. But um, yeah, man, I'm just—I mean, I love love baseball. It was a long—it's been a, a long, uh, definitely um, been a long experience for me. You know, to, to to see how how things are being able to translate from practice to game, and then from the clubhouse to the game, and and. Um, and to see that whole atmosphere of how it, you know, it, it changes the outlook of, a, of the stand. So I'm excited. I like, I like, I like baseball. Baseball is fun, man. I'm gonna put you on the spot because you said a couple things that I gotta follow up on. And the sure. first one is, if you played your brother one on one in hoops, I don't know if your brother's gonna listen to this, but if you play him one on one, what's the score? You playing the ten? What's the score gonna be? Oh. He's probably, I mean, he'll probably beat me. I'm saying we're playing to 21. We're playing to, we're playing to 21. We played, you know, two out of three games. I'm at least beating him out of one just because, no, I mean, what, my jumper. Win? You're going to win one? My jumper, my jumper, my jumper is, oh, is no. the elite. My jumper, I got an elite jumper, man. So, I mean, I'm shooting balls. I think that is, yeah. Elite <laughs> listen, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm, I'm pulling up. an elite jumper. Elite jumper. I'm pulling up. You know, I'm I'm spacing them out, creating some space, and I'm JM1 off the off the key for uh, sure for a one or two point. <laughs> Look, and you and you said something else I got to ask you about because I know you said you love the game and how you love the game, but you did grow up in a hotbed of football. How did you avoid not not getting pushed to play football and to stick with baseball. I got hurt, man. Uh, <laughs> I was hurt. Yeah, he's keeping it one. He's keeping it one thousand right now. <laughs> just like an injury. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Um, yeah, I was hurt, and then uh, that was just you know it kind of just pushed me to want to play baseball even more, especially with a lot of the you know. Um, a lot of the less injury prone factors that you deal with baseball, it made me, you know, make the decision from that point on. But yeah, man. Uh, let me let me ask a couple more because I want to be very respectful of your time. But we do talk about the challenges of being a black player, playing in the game, playing at the elite levels. I always want to ask: Did you have experiences growing up playing with other black kids, or or was it almost in many ways an isolated experience? Definitely. Uh I say it was an isolated experience, man. Just because um, game of baseball is expensive, it's an expensive sport to play, and a lot of the kids who were Blake playing, you know, relying and leaning towards basketball and football. Um, and it's where the Players Alliance comes in and kind of we we pull up and give out equipment just to kind of help push the the motive of um, uh, to help kids want to play base, baseball more, or make them want to play baseball more, and change their decision about it. And uh, but uh, it's some of the, the topics that will come up. Um, but uh, as far as uh, Players Alliance, man, um, they've done a great job. They've done a great job with, you know, um, um, helping, you know, bringing kids to a uh, big camps, get camps that are local, and um, teaching the game to help them, you know, want to be uh, interested in playing the game, you know. And by and it's it's shown it's shown the past couple of years that um, we've seen a lot of. Um, We've seen a lot of um, uh, seen a lot of a, a great experience for these kids who talk about their you know experience you know from them playing in these camps. Let me ask you about you too. How did you how do you balance out work through some of the times where it feels like look it's challenging. I might I might be having some challenges and I look around and there's not a lot of people that maybe understand culturally what I've been through. 
Um, I know you've been a vet for a, for a minute now, and when those times come, how how do you battle through them and, and obviously keep the, your play at a, at a very high level? Um, just to continue the, the focus, man, to be able to dial it in and just and um and and live and kind of mentally know when to um when to be about your business and, and when to when to have fun, man. I think that's the, kind of what is what it takes to you know like to. Um, to continue to take you throughout the day. There's going to be times when you come to the field and there's practice, you know, and a lot of us players, we get ready for practice and we get ready to play a ball game. And I think that the more you're able to allow yourself and know um, how to go about the day, the better off you be as an individual in pro professional baseball. All right, let's, let's have some fun before we get you out of here. You've, you know, now and again, you're a vet. You've been in this game for a minute. You've faced a lot of pitchers. But think about this. If you could face any pitcher currently or throughout history, so any pitcher living or dead, who do you dig in the box with? Who do you want to see? Who do you want to face? I hear a lot about Bob Gibson and how hard he threw the ball. He was something similar to Nola Ryan. Nola Ryan. Um, but, like, thing is something crazy. Like, the way his hands were so huge, you could hold, like, you know, five, ten baseballs in, in each hand. And... To be able to face a guy like that throwing 100, I mean, and hit him for a knock up the middle, man, it'd be something that I experienced. Hold so on, you, I would, whoa, 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 man, whoa. I would, you think you, you think you get, you think you man, get it? Yeah, I would, yes. <laughs> if I dig in one of the best, I think I definitely hit Bob against for sure. Um, maybe in, you know, they're throwing <laughs> he's hard. Low, he's talking a little greasy there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, throw me, you tell me, throw me. If I tell him, hey, throw me, throw me three fastballs right down the middle, Bob. Let's see if I can hit him. <laughs> And he throws three fastballs down the middle. That'd be probably do it. All right. What's the um, what's the best advice you've ever received, especially as you've kind of worked your way up from from phenom to to draft pick to running through? What, what's the best advice that you've received in regards to work ethic, playing, you know, making it happen as a professional baseball player? Um, what's the work ethic? What's the goal? As far as like playing, um, I think that you know your goals. As long as you keep your goals short, simple about you know your task at hand, uh, whether that be you know your routine, you stay continuously progressive with that. And then as far as the game, you go with a plan from what you ex what you experienced or seen from the opposing team, and then go play and enjoy the game. Whether whether that's defense while you're hitting or um, playing uh, defense while you're defending in the outfield. I think that once you 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 know. Uh, create your mindset around that it just makes it a lot you know easier for you to come here and and do your job and just play last question last question when was the moment for you now you like you said you've been playing since you were seven we know you got drafted by the by the astros when, when was the moment for you when you looked around and you were like you know what i'm 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 here i got this i am a professional like is was there any moment where you were like whoa this is different yeah. Um, I mean, my, there was a moment, um, dang, there was a moment where I had a home run from my first home run, I hit it off of um, in the big leagues, off of, uh, who is this guy? Liam Hendricks, who actually dealt with cancer. Yeah, He's finally battling back. back. back so uh, thank God to him. Pray for him and his family. Uh, yeah. Just to kind of send my <laughs> still, my energy. But, but my but energy. You still took him yard. Yeah, see my energy. <laughs> took him yard. <laughs>
Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely, yeah. He was um, yeah, he was um, took him yard, and then man, just to see the crowd, like, just gave me, gave me, literally gave me chills. They gave me, just gave me like, just seeing that and how how um, you know how explosive, how you know wild the crowd went after hitting that hitting, hitting that home run was was something special. So. Well, look, you're you have been a pro for a, for a while now and you've been doing your thing. Obviously, Norfolk is on a roll. It is a very special night tonight. I can't thank you enough for spending some time with the Black Baseball Mixtape. We're look, we're going we're going we're going to keep it locked yeah, in, man. As always, man. Look, cuz it was good, man. It's good to, good to, good to, good to hear, good to get good, good to talk, man, and be able to, you know, um experience, you know, some some times and passing baseball, man. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, anytime. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the mixtape. Uh, until next time, we see it.